0: I just want this question to linger with you for just a second. You know, you know you can find almost anything on Google. So when you face this kind of question, you can maybe go to Google and get an answer. See, what do I do when it happens? Well, it depends on what it is, you know. You can panic, be fear struck. You can get sick and worry to death when it happens. You can tell everybody about it. You can get on social media if you want. You can call up all your boyfriends and all your girlfriends and you can spread it out. All over the place so that everybody knows your business. Yeah. You might ask a friend. Someone's close. You might Google or TikTok it. To see if you can fix it. Like your Wi-Fi. Of course, you're going to have to use cell data if you... Try to find out that your Wi-Fi is messed up because you can't use a Wi-Fi on your phone, right? Or your phone screen, or it might be plumbing. My youngest daughter this last week showed me a picture of her kitchen sink and the faucet and fixture on the kitchen sink. And she took a picture of a new kitchen sink fixture that she had just bought. I said, Daddy can't help you with that. She said, I'm not asking for help. I've Googled it and looked at videos. I think I can do it. I said, well, let me give you one piece of advice. Find out where your outside water shutoff valve is. And I speak from experience. At the end of the day, she sends me the picture of the new faucet fixture in. What do you know? It worked. But I'll tell you, when you face some of today's problems, Google or TikTok may not be where you need to go. You know, the most asked question on Google, according to explodingtopics.com, it's a blog, is one point one million requests a month is to figure out my IP address. Now, I've never had to do that once. But for 2023, your IP is somewhere. Uh, for 2023, according to statistia.com, 15 and a half million searches a month is where is my refund? So you see, you can go to places like this to get information that might help you. That is knowledge. And then there's wisdom. They might not be right. Google may not help you. When your doctor says, let's look at these results together, we need to talk. Or when you lose a loved one. Or when you get a call like I got just this week that says, Daddy, I need some help right now. Can you drop everything you're doing and pray with me? Yes. Yes. You don't have time to Google. You better have something that God wants to give you that you're going to need. It's called wisdom. When you lose your job or your health care or everything crumbles... There's only so much you can do on the Internet. There's only so much you can do that man can help you with. So you see, there is a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is knowing how to use a weapon. Wisdom is knowing when where, and more importantly, when not to use a weapon. And you better have that with you when you need it because you won't have time when it happens to pull it out. Knowledge is knowing when you need to discipline your child. Wisdom is knowing how and where and when to discipline your child. In a relationship, knowing what to say is one thing, but knowing how and where to say it makes all the difference in the world. You see, our default is knowledge. But that's not deep enough. The scripture was used this morning. Listen to this, Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, which is knowledge. And all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. You see, we've got knowledge that comes with us and we have knowledge that can get us so far. But then you're going to need wisdom. Proverbs says it this way in fourteen twelve: There is a way that seems right To a man, knowledge. But the end of the way is destruction or death. (coughs) See, the bottom line is that Google's wisdom is not God's wisdom. That just not. And what did you do before Google? So let me tell you a story about a man. His man's name is Solomon. Now, he was the third king of the nation of Israel. The first king was Saul. And he was made king because the people of Israel, they didn't want to be led by the prophets and God anymore. They wanted a king like everybody else. So they got Saul. The next king they got was David. David had his share of issues. Don't we all? And then came Solomon, David's son from Bathsheba. Solomon wrote the book of Ecclesiastes and much of the Proverbs. And he was about 20 when he came to the throne, when he became king of Israel. And as he was made king, 1 Kings 3.5 says it like this. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, and I want you to think what you would say. If God came to you at night in a dream. Ask what I shall give you. I think most of us may say. World peace. Love. Happiness. Good health. You can fill in the blank. On the fill in the blank. But first Kings here says. Solomon said this. And now O Lord my God. You have made your servant king in place of David, my father. Although I am but a little child, I don't know how to go out or I don't know how to come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. A great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind that I may govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, not just know. But discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern? This, your great people. So what do I do when? And Solomon is an example. See, stuff is going to happen. We covered that last week in Problems 101. Count it joy when you fall into all sort of problems. Count it. You'll run out of numbers. So why not be prepared when the problem comes? Why not make your mind up how you're going to act before you hit something? How about deciding where you're going to go to get help before it happens? Instead of scrambling all around, wondering what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Make up your mind now. Solomon had these two women that came to him. They lived in a house together. The scriptures call them prostitutes. But they lived in a house together. They both had babies. And at night, one of the babies died during the night. Now, the baby that died, that mother switched the babies during the night. And so now, they've got two mothers And one live child. And these mothers come before Solomon. And they give their plea. Now you see, in today's world, I think it'd be an easy thing. You take a DNA swab. It's easy. Solomon didn't have DNA. You could go on ancestry and figure it out. Solomon didn't have ancestry. And so... He has to make a decision because they come to him and want a ruling on who's going to get the child. See, knowing what happened is knowledge. Knowing what you need to do is wisdom. And the book of James says it like this. If any of you, James 1, 5. If any of you, any, lacks wisdom, you should ask God. Who gives it generously to all? Without finding fault. You may be messed up. Upside down. Walking backwards. You may not know what's coming or going. Solomon said. I don't know my coming in. Or my going out. I'm too young. I'm too immature. Yeah he was young immature in age. But yes he was young immature in leadership. God will give you wisdom. To any that ask. Without finding fault. Solomon had asked God for wisdom. James goes further and says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. You see, the main, the main point here is God's wisdom comes through a relationship that he desperately wants with us. And what I want you to know is to how to get it. You ask, it's just too simple. This is too easy. This can't be real. It can't be this easy. See, if your default is knowledge, your own understanding, it won't end as well as wisdom. Knowledge is like a microwave. Wisdom is like a crock pot. It gets in there. As soon as you come in the house, you smell it. First Kings 3.23 says this. The king said, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While that one says, no, your son is dead and mine is alive. Then the king said this, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king and he then gave an order. Cut the living child in two and give the half to the one and half to the other. Yeah. If it was my child, I'd respond the same way. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved and out of her love for her son said to the king, Please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. And the other... Said, Neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. The king gave his ruling, and he gave the baby to the first woman. Don't kill him. She's his mother. Do you have something in your life today that needs wisdom? Is is there a family issue? a financial issue? Is there a lingering hurt or pain that's got you tied up in knots? And maybe you've emailed and texted every friend you can get to get them on your side to agree with your point of view. Or maybe there's something that God's got you in a corner on. And you're not exactly knowing what to do. Is this God speaking to me? When I don't know what to do when it happens, you ask God. And I would have to ask you first, have you ever asked God for wisdom? Because we're going to settle, settle that today. Because if you are here, chances are you need wisdom of some sort Amen. in some area of your life. It may be a call from one of your children saying, I need to pray about this right now. Can you drop everything you're doing? You can't go looking through Scripture then. You've got to trust in the Holy Spirit that resides in you. You've got to say, Holy Spirit. I need your knowledge right now. See, if, if that's you today, ask yourself first, ha, have I solidified my relationship with the living God? Have I, have I made a decision that I'm a Christian? This morning it was about discipleship. And it's not an easy thing to be a disciple. You've got to work at it. Salvation. Is a free gift. <coughs> wisdom. From God. He says. If any of you. I would say if anybody here. That can hear my voice. Or anybody online. Wisdom is for you. Yes. It's for you. Why not take it? It's for all of you. Generously. Because you know you're going to need a lot of wisdom in some things. And there's other things. I just need your wisdom. Why not use all the wisdom you got on every decision you make? It's a lot better that way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Yeah. Let's pray. Dear Father, I know that there are people that need your wisdom, that need to know what it is you have for them. Father, they're struggling with decisions. They're struggling with issues. They're struggling with things that they don't exactly know what to do. And They've run down one road and back down another road using their knowledge to try to figure it out. God, they need your wisdom today. And Father, I know that you give wisdom freely to anyone that needs it. And it doesn't matter how much we've messed up. You love us. Doesn't matter how we've gone left or right. Bring us back to center, God. So, Father, those here today that are listening and watching, Father, may they have your wisdom. And right now, I'd ask you, just in your own heart, just in your own place where you are, ask God right now, God, I need wisdom. God, I need wisdom. God, I need wisdom. And then you fill in the blank. You know what the issue is. God, I need wisdom in this. God I need wisdom in that. God I need to know how to handle this situation. God I need to know how to handle these folks. I know how to I, Lord, I need your wisdom to know how I should feel about this. And father for those that don't know you, today is a day that all they have to say is, "Dear Lord, come into my heart. I love you." I thank you. May God richly bless you. And may you go out with God's wisdom today and meet meet the world. Don't be afraid in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hello. This is Pastor Louie. I hope you've enjoyed the message today and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, Please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 10:30 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at theLivingCornerstone.org. Be blessed.